Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Before we started this season, the AFC West said we were rebuilding. I'll be honest with you, I don't know what rebuilding means. In our rebuilding year, we're world champs. This is Dirt and Sprague. Amazon only wants the top game. Well, they're not going to skim and give that top game to, to Amazon. That's that's what's valuable about this package. So they're trying to, 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 to keep that. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague. Source, 10 to shoot and to play. Now Richardson. Richardson gets into the lane. Richardson is blocked. Taken away by Washington. Ball thrown ahead, and the Huskies will escape with a win. Dirt and Sprague on 1080, The Fan. All right, 602 in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Sprague on Portland Sports Leader. 1080, The Fan. Oh, shoot. <laughs> What is happening? Stupid hype horn. That would have been a great way to start the show. I thought you were close there. I thought that was close. Close. I thought you were going down that road. There we go. Two, one minute into the show. Let's close. get the fireworks going. Close like the Ducks in Seattle last night. How did they lose? Yeah, they lose. Yeah. Uh, oh. yeah, they lost. That's a resume herder. Oh, no. Yeah. What are we going to do? Well, things. We'll never recover. They had a clock malfunction. <laughs> the game was supposed to tip at 8. It t- tipped off at 8.37 p.m. That's how you grow viewership for your brand right there. Yeah. Is you tip off a game at 8.30 Pacific, 11.30 East Coast time. Yeah. That's how you generate eyeballs And then they couldn't sport. hold a five-point lead in the last four minutes. Oh, that's They too get bad. taken to overtime. Okay. They were on the bubble of the tournament. No, they, I'd imagine that popped their bubble last night. <laughs> the Huskies are one of the worst teams in the conference. What's they're that bad. The Huskies are that bad. The Huskies are not good. Oh, no, that's not. What happened to hiring Bayheim's uh, disciple? He's not doing it up there in Seattle. Yeah. It's not working. Not working out for him. It's not, he's probably going to get fired this year. Yeah, I, my general philosophy is if Oregon is still a bubble team, I don't want to watch the NCAA tournament. Because I've seen Oregon play more than any other college basketball team this year, and that's yeah. about four games. That's not an NCAA tournament team. 
I know they were injured, but they haven't been all year. Yeah. And so I, I when I see the bubble stuff, I just chuckle. Like I, I don't, I don't need to watch them in the NCAA tournament. <laughs> that's not a very good team, man. If that's what we're doing, then I, I'm, I'm kind of out, kind of out on the tournament. But if they make it, you know, you're gonna be wearing the duck gear. I mean, sure, I guess for a game, I'll get into it. And watch no, them. they'll go to the Sweet 16 somehow. <laughs> watch them win 49-47 with both teams <laughs> shooting 31 percent from the floor and one of 17 from three. Uh, Sounds like a thriller. Well, uh, I got a couple things we need to get to here in the opening segment. Okay. I, I I had to come in today and see how our producer was doing. Uh-oh, what happened to Swag? I was concerned about him Uh-oh. yesterday. Uh-oh. Uh, actually, in a big way, because something impacted me, which means it definitely <laughs> and infinitely impacted him more. And that was the passing away of Raquel Welch. Raquel Welch. I didn't see that. Jesus yeah. What? <laughs> Do you know who that is? I know who that is. <laughs> you I, sure? I know who Raquel Welch what is. What do you do all day, man? How did you miss Raquel that? Raquel Welch. Somebody Kathy like I... that dies. It's huge news, man. It was everywhere. She might be the biggest sex symbol in American history. An icon. An icon. One of the all-time goats. Yep. She made me feel things I'd never felt before as a little Very boy watching so. Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Planet of the Apes did it for oh, you. Oh, my God, yeah. She couldn't talk. Just a beautiful, gorgeous woman in a <laughs> skimpy outfit. Riding the waves with Charleston Heston. Basically rags, wearing rags around some desert desert planet with apes running around on it. Well, you know what happened was she started trending on Twitter, and it was announced that she had passed away at 82. Mm. You know what else was trending on Twitter? Andy Dufresne. <laughs> you know who Andy Dufresne is? I do know who Andy Dufresne I said, is. why is Andy Dufresne? Why, why is Shawshank trending? Because she was the poster that he hit, uh, used to oh, hide the whole I would have never connected those dots. I had no idea. I'm like, why is he trending? I, re- I mean, I remember Little the poster, Miss Fuzzy obviously. Bridges, I remember. If yeah. the, that, was that the line the warden dropped? I think it's something like that, yeah. He throws the rock at it, yeah, and the rock yeah. goes through the poster down yeah. the hole. Sorry, well, the poster alert. changed over his, over his years. That was one of them. I think Barbarella was up there one time, too. Oh, did he have different posters? Yeah, he got different posters. as they... Raquel Welch was the last one. Yeah. Yeah, because it was, you know, it's like a decade-long escape. You yeah, got to just dig in a hole real quick. That's true, and you want to change up your look, your scenery. Every couple of years, maybe get a new gal in there, a new dame that you can put up on the wall. Yeah, right. That's That was really sad yesterday, Raquel Welch. I'll always remember her from Seinfeld as well. Oh, great episode. The catfight episode. Yep. One of the all-time greats. She dances with it moving her arms. Kramer's got to fire her from the <laughs> was it the Scars Guard surprise or whatever the name of that that Broadway show is. It's an all-time classic. Swag, are you familiar with the show the is it Dick Cavett? Is that the name? Yes, he was a late night talk show host. So she was trending and a bunch of people posted old content with her involved. One of those was the Seinfeld episode. And I watched a lot of those and I'd never seen the Dick Cavett late night show. I've never even heard of it. There's you can find it on Twitter. You could probably find it on other social media platforms. There is an interview where Raquel Welch, you know, she's in the prime of her life, goes on that show to pub something. And it's probably the worst interview and hosting job I've ever seen from a person. That bad. I don't know if Dick Cavett's show was entertaining to anybody out there, but he, I'll tell he you right was now. No David Letterman. My it was Dick a bit Cavett dry. Show, it was trash. <laughs> Absolute trash. 
He was a uh, yeah. He's still alive, by the way. I just googled him. I mean, yeah. eighty six years young. I don't he want. I'm not killing him off. Dick Cavett still going. Not yeah. a good show host. Born in Gibbon, Nebraska. Was no, uh, was no Johnny Carson. Well, she makes a Johnny Carson joke, and he awkwardly goes, "What Johnny are we talking about?" <laughs> and the audience kind of awkwardly chuckles. He just was awkward and awful. That bad, huh? He basically says. You're not as hot in person as you are on television and movies. Whoa, whoa, he then dives whoa, into why he thinks whoa. she's so attractive when she takes photos. <laughs> it's just very awkward. And she's just like sitting there like, yeah, okay. Are we talking 1960s this took place? 1970s? What era do you know? Well, um, Swag was a bit a boy. It's probably like 1943. 1943. 1944. That's, Black and that's white. how we're starting today. It's actually broadcast over the radio. They didn't have TVs back then. Was when was Dick Cavett? 70s? I, I want to say 70s. Late yeah. 70s? Yeah, so somewhere around there. I'm trying to find when he started uh, doing show. No, he was in the 60s, was too. He a, well, this one was in color, so I couldn't tell. Also, I didn't get her age at the moment. She looked like she was She's still ageless. I on. mean, she really was. Yeah. She was hot in Seinfeld. I know. She was much older in Seinfeld. Yeah, the Dick Cavett Show aired on multiple different networks starting in 1968 all the way till 1986. Oh, my God. It went that long? Yeah. Actually, longer than that. Apparently, it was on ABC for a year until 87. How lazy are executives <laughs> not to pull the plug on that guy? I don't know. I don't know. He won 10 Emmys, man. What are you talking about? I, I, I don't often I don't often have, like, a lot of arrogance about myself, but I watch this, and I'm like, I could have easily been a better show host back in the day than this dude. How do you feel, too, if you're a late-night host in that era because you were completely forgotten? Like Johnny, if you're if you were a late night host and that like tried to cut into that realm of Johnny Carson, not happening. Yeah. There really wasn't. Well, there wasn't. Nobody tried. I mean, he was one of one there, and then they started doing. Then Letterman started doing the Late Late Show after him. This is amazing. They didn't have much talent. Like there was nobody else. I mean, Johnny Carson, obviously a goat, but. Come on, there was somebody that was <laughs> as good as Johnny Carson and nobody got found? I'd have as much talent what as What a guy. lazy era of television <laughs> by network, network executives. Well, you're only doing, I mean, it's only three networks. Well, ABC had That makes it more Nightline. exclusive. It would make sense. If well, ABC like did Nightline TBS. for a long time. So they had their news show with Ted Koppel that was after the lo late local news. How boring. And so. They give you more news after your news. I forgot what CBS did for the longest time. Well, either way, it's uh, it was a really sad moment yesterday, and I, I know you didn't see it, but I'm telling you now, and I I feel for you because yeah. she was like, who was our Rockout Welch? I was trying to think about. Oh that. God! <laughs> like, what's the who's the equivalent of Rockout Welch? Like actress in a lot of movies, underrated by the way. She doesn't get enough credit for it. She's just she looked at as yeah. a smoke show, but she could actually act. Who who is the equivalent of Raquel Welch? That's a really hard question to answer. It is because our our generation we there were more options, and I mean you had TV shows you had I mean there were different ways that females could enter the mainstream right other than just movies yeah like because you had so many like Pamela Anderson was probably that in the early nineties but she wasn't a big star that was in movies necessarily she started in Playboy though. she she did yeah you know. she's you know. That's how you, you jump the gun. You get off to a good start. I'm not mad about it. No, with. I'm just saying. <laughs> and also, home improvement. she didn't act. I mean, no, she, she did, was a horrible actress. She wasn't a good actress. Uh, I'm trying to think what female actor would actress would, would live up to that. 
Cameron Diaz is kind of popping in my mind. She had a lot of big roles in the 90s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was, And she started like in The Mask. Something about like, Mary, The Mask. Yeah, there was, she had a few of those. That's a, that's a good one. Cameron Diaz is actually a pretty good one. Jennifer Aniston was kind of that TV show. You know, she was always a sex symbol yeah. on TV for a decade. Okay. Yeah, I think that's fair. We have, I mean, there's just a lot to choose from. I Carmen mean, Electra and Good Burger. Can't ever forget that. <laughs> I mean, it's an all-time role. Should have won an Oscar. <laughs> one of the all-times. How did it not? And uh, finally, the last thing I wanted to address here. So I quite enjoyed reading all of the responses to our <laughs> pancake waffle French Look, toast. Look, that's, that's the best part of a segment we've done in months, quite frankly. <laughs> French toast starts in the All-Star game every year for two decades like LeBron. Waffles ride the pine like Walton in Boston. <laughs> and because it's pancakes, not crepes, they're moved for copying uh, for a copying machine like Kyle Korver on draft night. That's all it is. <laughs> we'll send you for a stack of paper. How about that? I'm starting pancakes, benching waffles because okay, and Whoa. trading French toast. I never liked them, and they play no defense. Wow. Waffles is for sure getting the start. Endless delicious combinations make this an easy decision. Early or late, waffles has something for you. French toast is getting benched because you need to change that up from time to time. Pancakes are a sloppy mess and provide no substance. <laughs> Sounded like most listeners were willing to just trade pancakes for five second round picks. Yeah, but then we get this one. Bad food takes in here, and I'm sorry so many have had S pancakes. Waffles are by far and away the best of these three. No chicken and waffles without waffles. I make sourdough pancakes with a side of bacon. That will change hearts and minds. French toast is mid at best. See, hold on. Hold, <laughs> hold on. Somebody said waffles is Kevin Durant. Pancakes is Dame. And French toast is Nurk. <laughs> That's a pretty good. I love how we, we accuse people of not having good pancakes. And then French toast is simply when you only have eggs and bad bread left over. <laughs> Like, that's the only way that you can make French toast. I know. Like, there are ways to gussy up pancakes. I'm not saying pancakes are always bad. I enjoy pancakes from time to time. But if you're going to give me gourmet pancakes, i got to give you gourmet French toast. It's got to go both ways. Somebody says, croissants are the luxury Euro role player. Great fit on the right team. <laughs> croissant. How do croissants enter the conversation? Well, we yeah, also had somebody know. ask well, about crepes. Uh, crepes. Yeah. Yes. The crepes. crepes. Oh, the crepes. The what? I call them crepes. Creeps? Am I been saying them wrong? Crepes? No, I was doing uh, what's the French? from uh, from uh, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> oh yeah, Sasha, Sasha Baracone. Sasha Baracone. Uh, easy start, <laughs> French toast. Like like, are we saying this wrong? Bench waffles, <laughs> cut pancakes. Somebody asking if we're tanking or if we're trying to sneak into the playoffs. Yeah, that's a good question. Start French toast, and from there depends if we're if we're talking plain or blueberry pancakes and pecan waffles. Mm. I mean, we got a lot of people gave us their opinion on this, and I quite enjoyed the feedback that we got. People were fired up. I think the question of tanking or trying to win is an important one to answer. If you're tanking, you're probably trading waffles because it's going to get you the most in a return if you're trying to go all in maybe starting waffles because it's your your mvp is the way to go pancakes might not might not get you much on the market so you leave them on the bench and you trade french toast somebody asked what you get if you traded waffles i say you get two eggs a bacon and a sausage link <laughs> and in return you get the waffle is that a fair trade or is that not enough capital back that's a fair trade in my mind okay I did enjoy people tweeting about executing trades and notifying the league office last <laughs> night. <laughs> what what can I get for the French toast? Well, here's what you can get. I also assume it's a joke. I somebody tweeted us. I can't tell who's talking, and I I wanted to all I wanted to respond. 
You idiots sound the same every day. I listened to the segment and I, I, I just left again going, how do, how do people think we don't sound at all different? How is that a thing? I'm going to create a couple of fake Twitter accounts and just send you those tweets every day just to get under your skin at like 615. Hey, who was that? Whose take was that this morning? Oh. I can't tell the difference between you guys. That's how you're spending your time. That's wow. how I'm going to do it. Yeah, I got a lot of time on my hands, yeah, man. I know you do. <laughs> All right. Well, we got a lot to get to today. Jason LaConfora is going to be our guest at the Daily Ticker. He is our Odyssey NFL insider. He hosts a show in Baltimore, national reporter. Uh, he'll join us. And get, we'll get his thoughts on everything, including in Baltimore. And then at 8, we talk to our good friend Ken Barkley of You Better You Bet. And he joins us every Thursday at 8 a.m. We got uh, basket blue balls to get to today. But we will start is a big-time player on the move. That's next. Dirt and Spray, good to be with you on this Thursday on Portland Sports Leader 1080. The fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I saw a headline this morning, and I, I kind of chuckled to myself, and I thought, oh, add them to the list, baby. Share it with dirt. Brandon Sprague, the Dan Lebetard Show, and now Justin Fields. <laughs> What do they have in common? I did see this yesterday. They all want domes on their stadium. <laughs> Justin Fields. It's hard to change with the weather in Chicago. I hope they build a dome for us when they build our new stadium. Quit being such a softy, Fields. Get out there and play in the cold weather. Oh, starting it. quarterback in an NFL franchise just, you know, saying what I've been saying. It's better in the dome. <laughs> it's better in the dome. I think it's exactly what the Bears should do. Build a stadium around the wishes of a guy who's probably not going to be their quarterback in six months. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a great wow. idea. I mean, I like Justin Fields. I'm a wow. Justin Fields fan, but they don't been, sound like it. They've been flirting with moving on from that dude for a year, and I, I don't quite get it, but I would not be shocked if they ended up doing wait, that. Wait, wait, I'm going to get to a quarterback. What makes you say that? I've just, I feel like I've seen rumblings from Chicago, that, and maybe it's just trying to kick up dust for their draft pick because they want to trade it. But there, I was just reading a report the other day that they're still not 100% sold and they're contemplating if they want to oh. take a quarterback in the top three. You're buying that, huh? I don't know if I'm buying it. I'm just saying smoke screens could okay. be. But it is like it, it's one thing if a franchise like Josh Allen coming out and saying, hey, Buffalo, build me a dome. I think that carries a little more water than it does with Justin Fields right now. And I mean, no disrespect to Justin Fields. Which city would boo their quarterback for suggesting they have a dome? B- Buffalo. 
Really? I think so. Josh yeah. Allen gets booed by the Buffalo so. Bill fan base for that? I think they'd be more upset. Okay. And maybe that's just because right. Bill's Mafia is more well-known. It makes more sense, though, for Chicago to do it because it's such a big city. And the one thing I will always acknowledge about Domes is that it allows you to host other things. Like yes. That's why teams do it. It's not because they don't want to play in the snow. It's because they want to host a Final Four. It's because they want to host a Super Bowl. And if you're playing outdoors in Chicago in January or whatever, I mean, you just you can't pull that off. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens hired Georgia offensive coordinator Todd Munkin a couple days ago. And there's a report that Lamar Jackson actually helped pick Todd Munkin as the new OC for the Ravens. CBS Sports did a mock of offseason acquisitions, and they picked Lamar Jackson to be traded to Atlanta. And I, I'm, I'm curious because Baltimore's got to make a decision. Yes, they do. You're either going to franchise tag him or you're going to exclusively franchise tag him. You could also give him a contract extension, but it doesn't seem well, like they're going to do that. Yeah, I mean, that if that happens, then that happens. But if they tag him, they have two tag options. The exclusive basically makes him untradeable. And they have to pay him six to ten million dollars more on the contract. I think it's about forty-five-ish million. I think is what the tag number is looking like for this year. It's, it's about that, yeah. So you got to pay a big number to not trade him. You can still tag him and still move him. Uh, also interesting to see what he would do if he would want to sign a franchise tag. Where would you put Lamar Jackson trade percentage right now? Like what out of a hundred percent? Where would you place the the percentage that you think Lamar Jackson is actually traded? From the Baltimore Ravens, because it it's it seems like that story is there. Yeah, but I I see the Todd Munkin thing, and so I don't really know how to place it. Where would you put it? It's a really it's a really complicated story. I, I'd probably say fifteen to twenty percent. I put thirty five just because okay. I didn't want to go fair. too low, but I also didn't want to go near forty or fifty. Yeah, I just I mean when you it's hard to, again like back to the Chicago thing like this time of year it's really hard to know what to believe because negotiation happens through the media and they leak stories they report things and it comes out and they're trying to paint a certain light and so when you see news stories that first state that they're a hundred million dollars apart in guaranteed money what side is that coming from is that coming from Lamar is that coming from the Ravens or the Ravens trying to make Lamar look guilty is Lamar trying to make the Ravens look like they're cheap like it's really hard to decipher what side is, is leaking that information. And then the same thing goes uh, with the trade. Like, the Ravens are leaking out there that they are willing to trade him. I don't know what kind of leverage they think that gives them. Uh, if I'm Lamar Jackson, I'm probably okay getting traded because guess what's going to happen? Some team is desperate for his services, a la the Cleveland Browns and Deshaun Watson. Like, if he's going to get dealt and get a fully guaranteed contract, there's a team out there that's willing to give that to Lamar Jackson. The Ravens are just sitting there wondering, do we really want to pay this guy a certain amount of money? So I, I think you have to give it some credence. I still think it's an ultimate mistake on the Ravens' part. I don't think Tyler Huntley can win you a Super Bowl, and you're just essentially, if he's not your guy, you're starting over at that position with a really talented roster. Maybe you feel like a Jimmy Garoppolo on the scrap heap could get the job done. I, I'm not buying that in a loaded AFC conference. So, But I, I think from what you've heard and the rumblings that have been out there, you got to give it at least a 15-20. You go a little bit higher than that, but there's a chance it ends up happening. Oh, I, I, I'd wish Jimmy G good luck in Baltimore. You'd be getting the same. You'd be getting a worse version of what they have with Huntley, in my opinion. Like I think Jimmy G is a fine quarterback. but No Debo, no George Kittle, yeah, they, <laughs> no dominant run game without yeah. Lamar Jackson. Like, yeah, have fun. Yeah, is J.K. Dobbins? going to be able to stay healthy i don't yeah. know about that um i don't know i i just i find the situation um interesting in the are they going to finally be the first team we've been talking about this for years and i i 
The one thing that I'd, I've been on is I think quarterbacks are slowly starting to figure out the value, mm-hmm. and I think it's it's morphing into a, a tiny bit of NBA superstardom where they go, I don't want to be here anymore. Trade me. Now, you haven't seen the movement like NBA teams have or players have, but I think you're getting there. And this one's interesting because the one thing with quarterbacks that we've long talked about is how much cap space they take up. A lot of people feel that Lamar is middle of the road. He's a good player, but he's not something you can win with. Okay. And that's, I don't necessarily share that opinion, but that's a pretty popular opinion of Lamar Jackson. Will Baltimore be the first team in this new era of the way we pay quarterbacks and contracts are doled out? Are they going to be the first team to say, no, nah, we're not going to pay this one? Like, because we talked about that scenario. If teams just think their quarterback is not good enough, mm-hmm. do you just roll into the next rookie contract or the next deal with a lesser paid player? I don't know, but it's loud. And I know Jason Lock and Four is going to join us at 730, but it seems to be kind of loud in Baltimore right now with Lamar. Part of me is kind of hoping it happens just for the experiment aspect of it. Like, we have not, to your point, we haven't seen this. Like, I, I was noodling on this last night. What's the closest to Lamar Jackson that we've gotten in terms of a player that was not picked up by their franchise and ultimately let go. Cause the only one that came to mind for me was Kirk cousins. Like we've seen a lot of teams that have, you know, hummed and hawed about a good Dak Prescott. Do we want to give him the deal? Let's not let's tech. They eventually, every team eventually caves uh, Seattle and Russell Wilson, like Deshaun Watson's different. Cause he was in legal trouble and he demanded out and that whole thing like that. I'm not using that as an example. And he had already gotten a contract extension uh, in Houston before he was dealt. Like Kirk Cousins is the closest that I could come up with. And Kirk Cousins didn't win a damn MVP in Washington. So it, it lasted a little longer than Cousins in Washington, but isn't the most recent one Seattle? Seattle saying, no, nah, we don't want to give you that next yeah, contract. Yeah, but he, that, very true. But for at least on their part, like that was contract number two. Yeah, like, they, they did the first one. Gave them the first one. But you know what? And they weren't the same team ever. They gave them the first one. No, they weren't. <laughs> and they learned that lesson, and yep. they moved on. And it worked with Geno enough to get to the postseason. Russ had his worst statistical season of his career. That's probably the biggest one you'll get is Russell Wilson in Seattle. I mean, Kyler Murray last year was all pissed and deleted his Instagram. Guess what? They caved and they gave him a contract. They probably regret it right now. Um, you know, you had Jared Goff get paid by the Rams. They found a way to get out of it, but he got paid. Carson Wentz got paid in Philly, found a way to get out of it. But, I mean, basically everybody – and I'm not using like a Mariota or a Jameis Winston here because they weren't good. We're talking about a, a premier starting quarterback that has won an MVP. Like, we haven't seen this in the NFL. So part of me does hope it happens just because – I think it's a fascinating experiment. Maybe it works out for Baltimore. We could sit here and criticize them. Like, how do you get rid of a guy of that caliber? Maybe they win the division next year with a great defense and a cheap quarterback, and they're able to go sign, you know, X, Y, and Z on the open market because they didn't pay Lamar Jackson. Like, maybe in the long run it works out for them. I'll throw one team at you. It's never going to happen in a million years. But, again, in the thought experiment exercise, I would love to see kick the tires on this. And I know they've been connected in the past. Not going to happen. I would love for the 49ers to give them a call. Love it. I would love for them to say, hey, you want a young quarterback to replace Lamar Jackson? Here's here's Trey Lance. Here's a first-round pick. Whatever else it's going to take, come on down and run Kyle Shanahan's offense with all these weapons. I have a text to back this. I have a text to Andrew Nemec. That's my hot take. I think Kyle would love to have Lamar Jackson I think he would love in that it. system. That's a, that's a roster that can win a Super Bowl. We don't know about the quarterback position. Now, internally, they might feel differently about Brock Purdy or Trey Lance, and they might say, hey, we these guys can absolutely do it. We're not in there on the day in and day out, but I, I would love to see that trade go down. We'll talk to Jason Lock and Fora. He hosts a show in Baltimore, so he's and he's pretty plugged into that 
maybe it's nothing. Maybe it's a big nothing burger, and hey, they hired Todd Munkin, and he helped pick him, and they'll probably tag him and then try to work on a deal. I don't know, but Jason Lockenfora is going to join us at 7.30, so we'll get his thoughts on Lamar Jackson. Will he be traded? Somebody texted in uh, Drew Brees. That's pretty good, but Drew Brees, again, didn't win an MVP. He was good in San Diego, but not elite. His numbers took off when he got to New Orleans. Well, his thing in San Diego, too, was the shoulder injury, remember? Yeah, I mean, his first two years, he was banged up. uh, 17 touchdowns, 16 picks, 11 touchdowns, 15 picks, then had two decent years, couldn't really stay healthy, and they let him go. Uh, NBA basket blue balls. That is next. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast hey everyone boomer and here the nfl draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one the free odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country the local voices who know your team the best giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad it's always football season right here on the free odyssey app With this gift, you will win fourth place. It's time for Sprague's Dos Minutos Basket Blue Balls. <laughs> I'm the greatest man in the world. Woo! You're right, Mom. Destiny. Oh, I'm so happy I can't even feel my arms. Where Sprague has actually two minutes to talk as much NBA as he can fit into, uh, the shot clock. Come on, man. I'm an excellent athlete. Like I broke this arm playing for you. No, you broke it playing with me in the driveway. You can't even make a layup. On Odyssey and 1080, The Fan. All right, let's get it going. Let's start in old Boston. Dirt, 
Celtics are title favorites. They should be. And you know what? Even better with Mike Muscala. Moose Muscala. <laughs> 13 points per game. 40% from three since he was traded there. Suck on that one. That was a great addition for them. Portland needs an Isaiah Joe. Speaking of three-point shooting, what a stud. Dirt, do you know what team Isaiah Joe plays on? Oklahoma City. Look at that. Look I'm, at a, you. I'm on top of it, baby. Nikola Jokic last week, this is insane, was a plus 70 in three games. Is the Duke going to win his third MVP? No, he shouldn't. But, I mean, statistically, you can make an argument that he should. Uh, slam dunk championship, it, it needs to be moved. I said this yesterday. It needs to be before the three-point contest. The three-point contest far more entertaining now. We got All-Star Weekend here. Add a four-point line on one of the racks and have fun with a three-point contest. Make it the premier event at this point. It should be. Uh, All-Star Weekend, Dame should be starting, not John ja Morant. It's a damn shame. Grizzlies are hated, and Dame has been better than John ja Morant this year. Uh, I, I don't... Uh, I don't buy the Miami Heat as a title contender, but did you know they're the best team in clutch time in the NBA? I did not know that. I knew they were struggling early and then played better as of late. That's all I know about the Miami Heat. Uh, 80% of their games have come in clutch, t clutch time. Oh. And they're like the Minnesota Vikings of the NBA. Is that what you're telling me? They, there's a bit of that. Yeah, okay. that's a very good comp. Uh, I want to commend Giannis Antetokounmpo trademarking Freaky with 34 <laughs> as the E and the A and also trademarking Freaky Hours. <laughs> He's a regular guy. I love this dude. He's super horny, and he loves Chick-fil-A. How can you not like Giannis Antetokounmpo? <laughs> Dude's a freak. I do feel bad for Luka. Uh, it's going to suck when Kyrie blows this one up. Nobody better act surprised when it does happen. <laughs> I've officially put a futures ticket on the Suns to win the West. I know. I've traded my position here. I'm taking them. And how depressing is it to hear that the Blazers are only four games better? Four. <laughs> Then the Orlando Magic in February. Makes me feel great. Wembayama. 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 I'm still jealous of the Orlando Magic. <laughs> <laughs> they got some bright young talent. We do too, buddy. No. We do too. Not too. Uh, they have a Franz and a and a Paolo. And, oh, I got some. Man. I got some follow up questions here. Okay, yeah. is yeah. anything happening in Dallas that makes it more likely to blow up that I've missed? Uh, there's nothing so far. It's still in the honeymoon phase of it. Okay, but this I is... wasn't sure if they had like an encore. I saw their final possession the other night against Minnesota. Super awkward. You take it, you take it, you take it. Like passing back and forth to each other. And they ended up not getting a shot off. And I thought, that's not a great first, you know, crunch time moment for them. Look, it, that, that happens to great players. You know who went through this a little bit? Golden State. Yeah. Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, who's taking the shot? It was kind of like this awkward, was it you or is it me? It's going to happen. This is the absolute honeymoon phase. This okay. happens every time. This happened in Boston. It actually lasted a lot longer than I, I thought it would. But Kyrie does this. He's happy. He's in a new place. I'm in a new space, man. The universe is lined up with me. And then he'll find something that pisses him off or annoys him. Or he'll finish out the year. They won't win the West. And he'll choose to sign elsewhere. I uh, The All-Star thing I'm glad you brought up because I am genuinely butthurt by that. Like, that bothers me. It kind of bothered me too. Like I, because Dame, to my knowledge, has never been a starter, right, in the All Star I game. I do not believe so. No. I know he's been multiple times, but I don't, he's had some great performances. There's a year you could argue he should have won MVP, where him and Steph were going back and forth and knocking down crazy shots. I that one I remember vividly. I, to me, there there is a certain aspect of this should be like a lifetime achievement award. Like the guy's been a soldier in a small market. He has been the face of a franchise for a decade. He's having arguably the best career year of his career. 
Like, what do we do? Like, John, I'm not saying John Morant's a bad player. John Morant's a young guy that's got a lot of years left ahead of him in the NBA. He'll have multiple opportunities, <clears throat> excuse me, going forward to start in all-star games like that. That pissed me off that Dame isn't getting that spot. I saw the number 13 and 14, 13, 14, trending a couple days ago. Would you care to guess why? 13, 14. No. It's either a team's record or something that happened in the year 2013, they 2014. expand the all-star rosters? No. You are both incorrect. Mm. It was trending because Carl Malone is a judge in the dunk contest. Ah, oh, yeah. Yeah, I did, I did see that. Yeah. So yeah. We're just going to put Carl Malone front and center of all-star weekend. Salt Lake City, baby. It is in, <clears throat> it is in Salt Lake. All those religious people have a problem with that. A lot has come out in the last few years about Carl Malone's past, and we're still going to trot that out, huh? It's the mailman. He delivers. <laughs> what are we doing here, NBA? What are we doing? Get Where's Greg Ostertag, huh? Where the hell's Greg Ostertag when you need him? Where's Byron Russell? Byron where's Russell? Jeff Hornacek? What's Jeff Hornacek doing? Yeah, let's get horny for Jeff, Let's huh? get horny for Jeff. Get his ass out there for All-Star. What about John Stockton? How about Anthony Carr? Anthony Carr. Didn't we go over this yesterday? Austin Carr. Austin, Austin Carr. Carr. Damn it! Not Kenny Carr either. Damn it! <laughs> I'm going to get my cars right eventually. <laughs> eventually. Eventually I'm going to get them right. Yeah. You you brought up the Giannis thing too, and I don't mean to dis derail the segment because we are having a great time talking NBA basketball. That's fine, dude. It's part of my blue balls. Did you see what Micah Parsons said last week? Oh, I didn't see this. Your no. freaky Giannis thing thought bubbled Micah Parsons into my mind. And we can pull the audio of this. He, I don't know what he was doing an interview at Super Bowl week, and they asked him at the end of the interview, tell us something that nobody knows about you. Okay. And he pondered for a second, and then with a straight face answered, I have a foot fetish. Don't pull that. And I just thought, okay, we're going there. All right. That's a top of the hour liner right there. That was not, I did not say that. That no. is not my words. I am reading a quote from Micah Parsons. It's unfortunate we're in an audio. Not that business. there's anything wrong with that. Because we can <laughs> we can edit and we can make it sound like I don't kink shame. You do whatever the hell you want to do, Micah Parsons. I just was that was my mind blew. Like he just he just said that out loud at an at an interview at the Super Bowl. Well, you know Giannis has gotten in trouble for this. I right? do. He's super freaky. Like he's been on Instagram live. Yeah. Basically saying that his wife is yeah. about to uh, hang out with him. He's, he's gyrating on Instagram Live. He really is like a horny, athletic dude. And I appreciate that he's trademarking freaky hours. And I, I, I love the freaky. way he says it. Because he still has the accent. He he, does, so he yeah. says it with the accent. It's great. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'll ever wear a shirt that says freaky hours. <laughs> I think you should. That'd be a great t-shirt to buy. With the 34 as yeah. the E and the A. a kind of scary, like, uh, thriller kind of lettering. I'd rock that T-shirt. Let me ask you guys this. Well, that's, home. That should be your workout T-shirt. <laughs> Freaky hours. Right that's, in the gym. Yes, I like that, actually. Just point to idea. the shirt when you get home with the wife, huh? Huh? Freaky Jeez. hours today? Freaky hours. You're doing hours. your heavy leg day just <laughs> dripping in sweat. Everybody's <laughs> walking by. I like that. Um, final question. Seriously, though, what am I to do with Nikola Jokic winning maybe three league MVPs? <clears throat> and by the way, I believe they'd be three in a row, right? Because yes. he won back-to-back. -back. Three MVPs in a row. I'm imagining that's never been done. Oh, I'm sure it has. Let me I don't three in a know row. if Kareem... <sighs> I'm looking it up right now. Okay. But, like, tell me, you guys, what, what am I supposed to... He's how do a I unicorn. Put him... Yeah, but how do I... Three MVPs to me would suggest there's a championship in one of those windows. 
It's a regular season award. I know, but you know how this league operates, man. Some of this that is should matter, right? I mean, stuff. I'm going back. I, I'm not seeing any. Th- uh, Larry Bird is the last one to do it. Larry Bird. There you go. Larry Legend. 84 to 86. Yeah, you got go. a lot of guys that did you know, Magic one, two in a row. Jordan one back to back. Duncan one back to back. Wilt did it in the 60s, late 60s. Did, did Kareem three win three in a no. row? Or? Kareem won two in a row. He Twice. won three in five years, and then he had two in, in Milwaukee. Yeah. He won five in seven years, but they were they were split up a little bit. Oh, five and seven is pretty damn impressive. I mean, that's insane. Yeah. Bill Russell did it with the Celtics. So, I mean, you you got to go way back machine here. I mean, at some point that should matter, though, right? I know it's a regular season award, but in terms of legacy and what you're doing, like that, this is Denver's year. You and I disagree. Or, no, I think you and I are in lockstep on Denver. But no, you but you you buy Denver, don't you? Are you a Denver buyer? I no, can't remember your not. stance on Denver. I am the Denver buyer. He's a see. I what? You're a Denver buyer, aren't you? I have been saying it I from got the confused. mountaintops. <laughs> Denver, I buy. They don't play okay. defense, but their offense is potent enough. It's the best offense in basketball. Okay, so totally fair. You're a Denver buyer. Swag and I, not quite Denver buyers. I am all on the I'm Denver. So confused. he's on Denver. Now we're all. Who's on first? I don't know. You started by saying you're a Denver <laughs> buyer, and I'm not. And now you're saying you're not. I'm not a Denver buyer. Okay, the foot fetish thing threw me for a loop in this segment. I'm not a Denver buyer. If you can't win the West this year and you're the MVP, I know Kevin Durant's in Phoenix now. He when is we don't even know when he's going to play. Well, you know, TBD on that one. Mm-hmm. Got to stay healthy. Yeah. What who else is going to beat them in the West? You're the MVP of the league. Potentially the third three-peat MVP in NBA history along the likes of Larry Bird and Will Chamberlain. And if you can't get out of the Western Conference, I don't care what you got around you. You're the number one seed in the West. Like, I, I'm done with the Jokic stuff in the playoffs. Really? Yeah. Done. At some point, you got to win. You do. I mean, that's He's supposed the to be is. the best player in the league. Is he yeah. not? That's what the MVP award indicates? Usually, yes. Giannis has an NBA championship. Does he not? Yes, he does. So, yeah. has, has Jokic ever been to an NBA Finals? No, he's been to a Western Conference Finals, but that was also the bubble. That was the yeah. That was so the some people year. don't give him the proper credit. And for Jamal that. Murray went absolute nuts in those playoffs. Yes, he did. He Absolutely nuts. They were down three one to Utah, and they came back and won because of Jamal Murray. Right, they were. I'm with you though, I, and I swag. I know your point is valid. It's regular season award, but I, I don't know the way the league operates and that way that league is. It's like you gotta eventually. You gotta you gotta put a stamp on it. You can't just keep getting league MVP. And then never getting to the championship. That's the point. It's the most impactful sport by one player in a team setting. You've never been to a finals. And to what you're saying and why I think they can do it, the West is open. The West is there for the taking. Jokic has to be extraordinary. But if Kevin Durant comes back, which is why I made my wager, the Suns could be a dangerous team. They could. Then maybe Kevin Durant should be the MVP. Um, Enough with this. And a little bit of celebrating yesterday. That's next. Dirt and Sprague on the I got some Pac-12 dealings to get to coming up here at the top of the hour. We got Jason locking four at 7.30. And uh, how we felt about the coaching cycle of the National Football League. But uh, yesterday, yesterday, the Kansas City Chiefs had their uh, Super Bowl parade. The championship celebration with their fans. Mahomes looks like he's he's been drunk for about five straight days. Good for him. You know, I I, I think it's easier said than done because the, the environment would suggest you'd have to. I, I just don't think I can drink like that, like where you're almost falling out of a bus because you're probably <laughs> blacked out drunk. 
I want to say I probably would because I'm with the boys, but yeah, I did. I think part of it is just the grind of like the intensity and the focus and every ounce of sweat and energy goes into preparing for those games. No, 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 no. I get why he did it. Yeah. I'm saying I just think I'd pass I out and I wouldn't wake up and they'd be like, hey, you need to give a speech. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet he's I bet he's taking a lot of good naps. I think there's a lot of good naps in Patrick Mahomes' life right now, and he wakes up and he just keeps the party going. You you get hammered, you take a nap, you wake up, you just keep on rolling. Well, here was Patrick Mahomes on the stage, hammered out of his <laughs> mind. He was seen on a double decker bus, almost falling off the bus. He had to be helped out of the bus. And here he was on stage giving a speech. Before we start this season. The AFC West said we were rebuilding. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know what rebuilding means. In our rebuilding year, we're world champs. We're world champs. Somebody made a joke and said, look, I, I love Mahomes, but not every rebuilding team gets to start with a $400 million quarterback. <laughs> this is the new trend, and it's going to drive me nuts. Oh, don't worry. Travis Kelsey also oh, sounded off God. yesterday at the parade because, oh. dirt, you didn't give him his flowers. The haters were saying that the Chiefs would never make the playoffs. What? The haters were saying the Chiefs were done. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate the fart sounds. That's pretty well played there on Kelsey's part. <laughs> Some guy just texted it, doesn't think Dame should start in the All-Star game. I'm going to start doing that to <laughs> listeners now. I can appreciate the fart sounds. This Georgia did this when they won the national championship. They tried to play this like underdog. Nobody gave us a chance. Like, what are you talking about? Outside of Alabama, you had the best national championship odds of all time. There, If there was a person on this planet that picked the Kansas City Chiefs to not go to the playoffs, they need a CAT scan. Everybody picked the Chiefs to go to the playoffs. Well, to go to the playoffs, I think everybody was riding the the Buffalo. Well, the Bills were the favorite. Bills were the I favorite. In Vegas, yeah. they were the favorite yeah. to start the year. But yeah. this notion that Kansas City was an afterthought underdog <laughs> is know. one of the dumbest things that's ever been tried to unload it on the American public. Yeah, they had third or fourth best odds at all the, year. in the preseason. Yeah. All year. All year. And Didn't they change. have the uh, shortest odds now to come back. Yeah, they're the yes. favorites next, next year. year. So they can't play this card next oh, year. Oh, they will. Don't you worry. They There's will. There's no way they will. They'll find a way. Nobody said you could win back-to-back -back Super no. Bowls. It hasn't happened in 20 years. Swag, they, they would, they're trying to become the first team to be the Vegas favorite preseason to win and repeat since your Cowboys did it in the 90s. Yeah. That hasn't happened. So then now that'll be their talking point. Same yeah. people said the Vegas favorite couldn't do it. Well, the Cowboys could do that because there was no salary cap yet. <laughs> Boy, look at the picture, by the way, Jimmy Johnson in the postgame with Jerry Jones. Man. Yeah. Wow. Jerry looks just 80 years younger he than does. what he does now. He totally does. But, uh, you know, based on your odds... You guys picking the Chiefs to win it? I know we do our preseason thing. and dirt. We you totally like to forgot that. to do that the other day. Well, I know you like to do that game, yeah. and I'm like, he's not doing the game. I totally forgot. I, even te tomorrow. I tease it on Twitter, too. Well, maybe we do that for sprigging the Oh, I'd be down with that. Tomorrow. I have nothing to gamble on because it's stupid we're doing that segment. We could place our future Super Bowl get, bet. get the futures As bets of Friday. in there. Uh, I was wrong. I, I whiffed. I didn't have the Eagles. I didn't have the Chiefs. I, I went with the Bills' momentum. I was wrong. I'll show you our uh, Super Bowl picks. I got them right here. I think I had Bills and Packers. I think I had Bills Rams. Uh, Swag had the Bills beating the Packers. Yeah. Uh, Sprague had the Bills beating the Rams. Yeah. And I had the Chargers beating the Packers. So, <laughs> whiff, whiff, oh, whiff. oh, over. And the whiff. Over. Let's see. Did anybody even have an AFC or NFC title team? No. 
Nobody did. None of us had Cincinnati or Kansas City in the AFC title game. Maybe Travis Kelsey's right. Maybe the hate was real. Yeah, but I had him in the playoffs. We all had him in the playoffs, yeah. It's not like it wasn't close. Cincinnati (laughs) was pretty damn close to winning their game against them. That they were, Bob. That they were. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I know where a lot of us are reacting. Oh, come on, man. I, I just think it's team we've been doing this for years you got to find the motivation yes. I, I was i saw a clip the other day uh, of the last dance and it was michael jordan before the sonics finals and him sitting down to dinner with ahmad rashad and, and george carl not saying hi and him just ranting and raving about how that was the most disrespectful thing of all time and that was the only motivation that he needed athletes need to find motivation and apparently for kansas city it was lying to themselves in the locker room that nobody gave them a chance all it, year. it's just interesting when athletes do this stuff now like lebron will do it you know no nobody thought i could get to this point in my life and be like really dude you were six nine two sixty and a freak <laughs> you were nicknamed the chosen one at 16. like come on but we may, we make fun of the athletes for doing it yeah. And then we watched the last dance because Michael Jordan always Jordan always found the edge. That's the ultimate competitor. And then we find out he straight up lied and made things up. I need to start doing this on the golf course. I'm going to stand over a putt. You don't think I can make this putt, do you, Sprague? Huh? You, you're thinking in your head, I'm not going to make this putt. Now watch this putt go in. And I'd be like, good putt, man. <laughs> and walk off. I don't know why you're yelling at me. This is really weird. You're the better golfer. What do you want? I don't know what you want me to say. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Nobody gave me a chance to win today. I'm going to start using that. I've been doubted since Sue gave birth to me. Uh, Well, congratulations to the Chiefs. It's always fun. I'll probably never be at a victory parade, but dare to dream, right? Dare to dream. How, How hammered would Dame be? Hopefully hammered and falling off of a bus just like Patrick Mahomes. I would hope we'd have to carry him like when Paul Pierce pooped his pants in the finals to the stage so he could give a speech. I mean, if that happens, I think the parade should just be all Portland citizens carrying him on like a throne, like a like a pharaoh from ancient Egypt down Broadway. That should be our parade. Every person in attendance should be able to say one thing on the podium at the stage. <laughs> Every fan, like, I can't believe I'm 88 and they finally did it. You get two sentences, that's it. <laughs> and next, go. Uh, Hour number two, we kick it off. Some pretty big Pac-12 stuff happening. Uh, We'll tell you what it is next. Hour two, Dirt and Sprague. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, 
There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 